Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do it. We start this Monday for you. We hope you had a wonderful weekend, although the weather sucked again. But here we are on a sunny Monday. What's up? Sure, I wanted to talk to you about the different things I experienced at the uh, Rutgers football oh, game yay. and see where you would have uh, come down on some of these. All right. Let me give you uh, – these are completely out of order, but uh, of order of importance, I think. <clears throat> so at uh, going into almost halftime, you know, it was, it was pouring rain. And it was cold. It was it, chilly. It wasn't 30 degrees, but pouring rain when it's 54. Feels like 30 degrees. It's cold. I agree. And once you get wet, especially, yes. and there was no way to avoid getting Miserable. wet. Miserable. Miserable. <clears throat> so a lot of people, myself and Gina included, we wanted to get our hands on a nice warm coffee. Right. They have Dunkin' Donuts there. They have Dunkin' Donuts there. The line was enormous. Yeah. But I will say, they were actually moving pretty mm-hmm. good. We were in a long line. Mm-hmm. And I was in no rush to go back. You know, <laughs> it was in the covered part. I Damn, was in, it couldn't be longer. <laughs> yeah, I was in no rush to get back. Yeah. So as we're going along, uh, people are they see the Dunkin' Donuts and they want a coffee, and then they realize, oh my god, this is the line. Mm-hmm. So a boisterous adult male, like he was, he wasn't being sneaky about it in any way. He was like, "Whoa, this is the this is the line." And Gina and I were up near the front. We were like two people, one or two people away. Okay. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, who's going to let me cut in line? I'll buy your coffee. Wow. Gina goes, I'll do that. I go, (laughs) I go, no. I go, absolutely not. I said, I said, I'm not pissing off everybody in this line. Right. So did he come over? And well, yeah, he came over. He's like, I'll buy your coffee. I go, no. Go, because first Gina said yes, and he came over. And I go, no. Like I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to piss off all these people in line. I said, uh, I don't, I don't do it. Gina goes, it's free coffee. I got, I don't care. It's not, it's not the right thing to do. Right. And then somebody did do it, and the crowd didn't, no one even like, no one cared, got upset. Yeah. I, that would have pissed me off. That's an odd one. I'll tell you why. Here's why it's different. Because I think it's worse. And this is going to sound stupid, but I do believe this. I think it's worse if he said, who can I cut in line? I'll give you $5. That to me is worse than saying, essentially, 
hey, here's my five bucks and you just grab me a cup of coffee, which is essentially what he was doing. Right. It's the same thing, yet it's not. I don't know. That wouldn't bother me as much as if you were like, hey, yeah, come on over. And then he went in front of you or or was in front of me. Where'd you come from? Yeah, where'd you come from? That's yeah. how I was. That's how I was just thinking. I was just a bad. That is hilarious, though. That she's the first one. She's that... like, oh, like it was fun. <laughs> oh, this sounds like fun. <laughs> that is tremendous. Yeah, I was. I was not having any of it. Yeah, that is great though that they have the Dunkin' Donuts there on a on a cold day. Yeah. Yes. It and was, I'm with uh... you. I went to the Rutgers game three weeks ago when it was 90 out and it was warm. The day I did the show there, and then Kim met me there with our friends. And I had to go, of course, I was the jackass that said to the kids, anybody want ice cream? Because I thought that I had plenty of time. And all three of them did. So I went up and the line, it had to be 25 people online. I could not believe how fast it moved. Very quick. They had someone taking the order. They had two people filling the orders and it really moved. Well, that's the thing. Like if you're only selling a, a couple of items, you it's know, easy. they had like coffee, yeah. tea, yeah. iced coffee, munchkins in a cup. It, it, there were not a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect. And then the milk and all, you want to do that on your own, that's in a separate section. Yeah, so perfect. so they had a, it, it was it was well done in that yep. respect. But uh, I don't know. So that's I funny. also uh, thought of this too, going into the thing. And, you know, I feel like I went into a porta potty and normally, this was before the game. Yeah. So n- normally when I go into a porta potty, I will do a, a deep breath in. I'll go in and I'll slowly That's exhale I and I never breathe in. Correct. I don't know why I didn't think to do that this time. So I'm peeing in the, the, the urinal, plastic yep. urinal section. Yep. But I start to breathe in and it is a absolute horrendous poop smell. Yep. That has got to, we have got to be spreading diseases that way. Hey, it's been going on for dozens of years. I know. I but if you know. think about, just think about in COVID and stuff, right? We were worried about breathing in these these things you couldn't even tell existed right this we know exists we smell it stench particles in the air yeah how is that not when i breathe that into my lungs i don't know not make me sick the only thing i can think is that that blue solution kills it that's the only thing i can think there's got to be some because everyone has that dark blue yeah but that solution should kill the smell i I agree you think we got to invent a blue solution that kills Well, i mean they already have that stuff that you the the poopery stuff yeah poopery why why don't they put some of that in there i don't know i'm also still can't figure out how women use that um very carefully because i don't want to even stand up and pee in it yeah i won't either i can't imagine how women are squatting over that thing it's disgusting they God, are. We are really animals. Yes, we are. And who's taking a dump in in desperate people? I've seen people running to them. Really? Yes. Gina told me that uh, you know I, this is something I learned about runners. In also is that runners when they start running like the New York City Marathon Stuff starts moving around. Yeah, when they have to poop. Yeah. So she said she ran the marathon in 2016. She said the that was seven years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Yes. Oh my. She said the bathroom situation, and that was like the worst she'd ever seen because people get diarrhea when they run, and it was just all diarrhea. Yeah, let's sign up for that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, so that was really disgusting. That's funny. Then we were trying to park our car first. Well, we couldn't find the parking, like the lot we were supposed to be in. So when we pull in, we ended up parking by the Jersey Mike's Arena Mm -hmm. and then had to to bust it over. Yep. Well done, though, correct? It was well done. 
But when we pull in, we go, is this is this the proper place to park? The stu- it looked like a student was helping. She goes, yes. She goes, and if you want to go to the game, the, the buses are over there. So Gina goes, what are our other options? What do you mean if you want to go to the game? <laughs> she goes, oh, a lot of people come here just to tailgate. Yeah. What? So that's a big that's a big deal. Just to is tailgating with the satellite dish and the TV. You watch the game, you party, and then after the game, you have some more food, and you go. It's like a full day out where we parked. So when we went three weeks ago, I parked in the lot very close to the stadium because I had a media pass. I was working, um, but it was also probably the season ticket holders lot. It also was the lot where the campers came in. Yeah. And now they're in the back. They weren't like in the main parking area. They're off to the side. But there were, I would say, at least a dozen campers where the people never went in. They set up. They got their Rutgers red, white, and black painted campers. They break the TV out. They put the portable satellite dish up or the antenna, depending on what channel the game's on. And they've got wine, cheese. They're grilling burgers and sausage and steaks. It's an, then they're there at nine o'clock in the morning and they're there until nine o'clock at night. But why couldn't you do that at your house? Ah, uh, the atmosphere is different. It is. Come on. I mean, yeah, you're going to be at home. Eh, you go there, you're hanging out with people, you're inviting people over, you're playing football in the parking lot. It's a fun atmosphere. You could do all those things in your backyard with, with people. Uh, you could if you want to invite people over for the game. Yeah. But some people enjoy going every week. That, like, blew my mind. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, people yeah. come here and just a tailgate? The, going to Jersey Mike's Arena to do it is goofy to me. Oh, there's yeah. no feel of the game. You're just in a parking lot. Yeah, they're actually, um, and maybe it was because it was pouring rain. There was nobody really tailgating yeah. at Jersey Mike's Arena. But once we got over by the stadium where the boardwalk is set up, which was all just complete mud because Which it's grass. Would have been so cool if you saw that in a nice day. Yeah. It really is a great environment. And then the Big Ten Network was there broadcasting, and yeah. they had a whole bunch of things going on. And again, it would have been nice for them to see it, you know, with a nice nice day, good conditions. It sucks. Now, you and I work in sports radio, right, Jerry? Yeah. WFAN. This is what I'm told. So there was a, there was a tent for Fox Sports Radio yeah. In New Jersey. Yes. They took Where over Where the C- hell is that? They took over CTC. Oh, 1450 AM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is I n- believe our games, like when I do basketball, yeah. I believe our games are carried on 880, obviously, as the flagship, but I believe locally they're on 1450, oh, okay. which is now Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. I am aware of that because I remember I got a press release through Rutgers that yeah. they took over for CTC a couple of years ago, I think. Hmm. Why don't we have real seats at the Rutgers Stadium? It's it's uh, what do you call those bleacher seating? I don't know. Oh, the only very I can, uncomfortable. I would have to see when was the stadium built. It's just old. That's what I think. They need upgrades. They know that. Yeah, but then I, I mean, I'm sure it's like that. Actually, at a lot of college places, might be. I don't know. I've never like I've never been to Penn State for a game or Michigan. Or... Like if you go to Michigan with 110,000 people, I bet you it's, there's a lot of those uh, bleacher seatings. I mean, I know the student sections usually are all bleacher seating. I don't know about the rest of these stadiums. I haven't been to, I haven't been to any college football. Aside from Rutgers, I don't go. Or when I've done Columbia, and that's 1AA. That's not, you know, we're not talking the I, Iowas of the world. I still think, I think there are places, first of all, when I f- first started covering and going to the Buccaneers games at the Big Sombrero, mm-hmm. that was all 
Again, bleacher old, seating. Old stadium. And I think some of Lambeau is like that. It might be. That's wild stuff. I think the older the stadium, the more that that is probably very common. And now these new stadiums are just beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's what I like. I Top need beautiful. Bottom. Well, you know what? If you're going to charge the prices you charge, you better give people a seat. When do you think they decided that when you go to a game, it's just acceptable to jack up the price of food? Like, when do you think that first happened? Like, when, when I was going to Mets games in 1983, was if if uh, I wanted to get a hot dog, were they charging me, like, a crazy 1983 price? Or do you think at some point I don't remember. that just got jacked up? I don't know. I, I mean, as long as I've been driving to games myself, yeah. where I really was paying for everything myself, I always remember just the food costing a lot of money. Not like now. Like, I wonder, like, in 1983 when I was going to Shea Stadium, did a different company run the Mets? Yeah, I would think so. Stuff or the, were the Aramark. Mets selling hot? Were they always been around? You think? I boy, as long as I can remember, Aramark was like the Garden Shea Stadium. See, I wonder. Like at some point, Shea Stadium was like, you know what? It's enough with us selling these hot dogs. Let's get another company to come in. Yeah. And I always just wonder, like, what is the tipping point with pricing? Right. I mean, I guess that's what a capital. Capitalist system is, right, Jerry? You you charge. The biggest problem to me has been the secondary markets. Because that is when, if you really think about it, sure, if you went to to a game, you could scalp. Like, you'd go to the arena or the stadium with not having tickets in hand and just a lot of cash. Yeah. And there was a a set price you were going to pay because it's what you had in your pocket. And you would get lucky sometimes if, in fact, the game started or you were right. And the guy was panicking. He wasn't getting rid of the tickets. You could get a good price. With these secondary markets like StubHub and SeatGeek and Vivid and all these you know, other sites, you can put tickets up for whatever the hell you want to put them up for. And if the game becomes popular, you probably get the, get the, uh, the amount. And no, then- that I, say, I, mean the, I mean the food and beverages at these things. Like um, what's the tipping point pricing there? I because guess, I guess until they see a decline. Because like you said, you were going to buy ice cream, and there was a huge line. Yeah. I was on an enormous line for Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Right. There were lines for beers. Like at some point, I would think they go, this is a, even a crazy... I bought a premium sausage sandwich, Jerry. Right. $12. It was one sausage. Sounds about right. One 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 link. One lo- one log of sausage. You got one log, and I didn't eat the uh, bread. Okay, but they also didn't have a knife and fork. Right. I had to cut it with a spoon. Wow. I was cutting my uh, sausage with a spoon because I didn't want to look like I was giving a, a BJ to the sausage. <laughs> what is wrong with? So that's why I cut it. I was like, I'm not going to put the sausage in my mouth. Like I'm not going to hold the sausage in. That's weird. I have... I got concession prices from 1994. Okay. A hot dog, three fifty. dollars uh, A hamburger, four twenty five. And where is this at? Does it Shea. say? At Shea. Yeah, 1994. And what's a city field hot dog go for now? Uh, let's see. Friggin' expensive, I bet. It's more than three twenty five. dollars I can tell you that. And the food sucks at these places. Uh, some. I actually, I actually like the food at City Field. Oh, that's true. They got bougier stuff there. I think City Field is pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Hot dog. I get a 2023 update of all the prices. Yeah. 
I want to know what it cost to get a hot dog. It was three fifty uh, back in eighty three. Uh, let's see which bar. That's a beer. All right, a hot dog at City Field is not on the list. The cheapest. Well, it says a hot dog at Yankee Stadium is three dollars. No, I'm just telling you what it says. Yeah, it's impossible. Okay. I mean, we know that's not true. That's what it says. And you I, couldn't get a squirt of mustard for three dollars. That I that is very true. But it's yeah, yeah. This can't be right because it's saying a beer is twelve dollars. A beer is not twelve, and it says twenty twenty three. This isn't right. Yeah, I don't know. So I also got into a little bit of uh, Twitter beef with uh, Steve Politi. Yes, he I know is Steve. a Good sports man. columnist for the Star Ledger and NJ dot com. Yes, uh, and I see he follows you, Jerry. Yeah, no, I know Steve. Steve's a good guy. So Steve wrote, and he took a photo. Embarrassing crowd at kickoff for Rutgers, Michigan State. Biggest game of the season. Don't tell me it's yucky out. Do better. So then I asked Steve, were you there on a free press pass? To which he responded, are you a producer for a sports radio talk show in New York City? So I wrote, yes, it says so in my bio. I said, but were you at the game in a, here's what I asked him, because it's pouring rain, Mm -hmm. it's cold. Yep. I said, you were at the game for free. Mm -hmm. Getting paid, actually. Right. Uh, Free parking. The parking, uh, to park there. At the rack and right. get, you didn't get parking at the football stadium. It was $25. Right. I said, you got free parking, media parking. I said, you were inside and not mm-hmm. in, in the weather. Right. Heat. I'm sure he got free coffee without waiting in line and Probably. whatever other food is there. Sure. He would not answer the question. I asked him twice. He would not answer. And then he, he called me, uh, he he said something mean to me, Steve, uh, uh, Jerry. He said something mean. <laughs> yeah. I've got to have to find his uh, his replies because uh, I should have probably got this earlier. Because uh, he, he said something very rude, Jerry. Oh, this is when he called you a dope? Yeah. He called me a, a Which is a, dope. a word you think is fun to use. That's true. Let me see. He he actually quote tweeted my tweet. And then, but I got to have to find it because, of course, he tweets way too much about not. Here's a tweet of his Holy Jets. That's not a tweet, Steve. (laughs) That is not, that's just a waste. I probably should have got this. Oh, this is what he wrote. I said, You didn't answer the question. Were you at the game on a free press, press pass and not in the pouring rain? He wrote, Such a dopey, yet not surprising take for someone who has a sports radio show built around giving opinions. I also don't play quarterback. Can I comment on that, Al? Or do I have to ask Boomer first? That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) The point is, people don't want to go to games when you have to pay expensive for tickets, parking, hassle to get there. And it's pouring. And it's pouring out. I never fault fans for not going in bad weather. Correct. I don't want to go either. First of all, I don't fault fans for not going ever. It's out of hand. Oh, it's it's totally out of hand. Absolutely, the, I like going. The whole thing is out, out of hand. hand. I agree. It's sort of like everything. Everything's out of hand these days. But the, but so sports. I agree. Going to sporting events and concerts, going to anything out of stadium anything, has gotten completely out of hand. Anything in terms of entertainment has gotten out of hand. You want to go to Broadway? You better save up a couple of paychecks. You want to go to a, an NFL game? It's insane. You want to go to a baseball game? It's crazy. The parking stinks. The traffic stinks. 
You want to go to Borgata for a night. It's going to cost you now on a Friday or a Saturday night $600 to use the room for eight hours. Yeah. I mean, you want to go eat dinner at, at, at Ocean. The prices of everything are insane. And it's all our fault because we keep going and we keep spending the money. I know. This is what pisses me off. But it's funny. Like, But even when you don't keep going and don't keep spending the money, it doesn't change. No, because so, like, others are. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, let's take a place like Tropicana Field. Okay. You still have to pay for parking there. You have to pay. Uh, the beer is not cheaper, any of this. And yet, no one's going. The, They're still not knocking down the prices. But things are cheaper because you, you don't have to spend $400 a ticket to go see a Rays game. Right. That's true. It is significantly cheaper. That's I've done a good it. Point. Even the parking. I remember we parked. And that was a day game. when I, I think it was 2015 or 16. I'd have to look at my photos. Joseph was little, so it was probably around 15 or 16. I remember we parked. It was a 1 p.m. game on like a Wednesday. I think parking was $12 yeah. in Tampa. About older crowd, too, older people. Um, the concessions, they had cheap options. A lot cheaper than Yankee Stadium City Field, I'll tell you that. And now you go to Los Angeles, everything costs you a fortune. The Dodger Stadium is nuts with the prices. Um, they have some, I think their Dodger dogs are cheap. But their beers are expensive. No, what's also funny is like the the idea of paying for parking, and and what they charge, yeah. like to go to a giant or jet game, just to park your car right. inconveniently. We need you here, right? By the way, when you get here, we're going to knock you over the head with another fee, right? I paid a ticket to get in. Now yeah. you're telling me that I have to pay to leave my car here, inconveniently. It's going to be a disaster getting out of here. Yes, yeah. I mean a disaster. And again. They can charge whatever they like. What are you going to do about it? All right. You either don't go or you pay it. There's nothing you can do about nothing it. You, like if, if a parking there is, uh, let's say, $50, and they decide randomly at the Commander's Giants game, they're going to charge 100 right. What, what are you going to do when you get it. there? You're going to pay it. Yeah. Because otherwise you have no option. Like if you get up to the gate and you're like, how much? Yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's 100 I mean, I guess they would guide you out, but where are you going to go? Now and you, you bought the tickets, tickets already. Right. Which you know didn't cost $25 each. Such a racket. It is. I yeah. really hate the live sports experience. Or actually the live. I the should, live experience. The live stadium experience. Yeah, I know. I've deci- I decided uh, when I was at the Rutgers game, no more stadiums for me. For anything. Okay. Arenas, yes. I think well, arenas, I can, less people. Less people, indoors, nice seating. Right. Weather, um, temperature controlled. Temperature controlled. That is very true. Stadium things are difficult. Stadiums, I'm out. I hear I've you. done my last stadium. You're done. No more Bruce Springsteen at MetLife. No more no. Bruce Springsteen at the Link. No, I'll see him at the Garden like I did. You go to the Garden, I'm in. I'm no longer going to stadiums. I this understand. Is my official announcement, retirement from stadiums. Gone. Gone. Goner, Jerry. Not right. going to do it anymore. I understand. I got you. Never going to another Met game ever again. No. Takes place in the stadium, and it's in Queens. I got it no shot. It is in Queens. That is Absolutely crazy. no shot. All right. Hmm. I, I was hoping a little more dramatic. I don't care. Reaction. No. You do it, Liz. You do you. You do, do you, right? You do you. You don't want to go, don't go. I don't want to go you, in. But you here, turned over this leaf a long time ago. If you don't want to do something, yeah. don't do it. But I also have this theory, and, I, and I, this is where I know you don't believe me. I have this theory that people don't really enjoy things. They just want to leave the house. Like, there's uh, nobody that was enjoying sitting in the rain at the Rutgers game. Nobody. I, I think the problem with the, I, I think a problem with that is 
you already invested in the tickets. Mm-hmm. You already had it on the calendar. You were hopeful of a nice day. Yeah. And half the people, because I'm pretty sure that game was sold out, and it sure as hell didn't look like it. Um, I think half the people made the decision, I'm not sitting in the rain. And then the other half or more at halftime left, because it was a mass yeah. exodus at halftime. Well, and they, were, they weren't playing well. It was yes. 17 to 6. They weren't playing well. And if the mass exodus didn't happen there, I will tell you, I watched the first half at home, and I went back to the third quarter to see if it was going to be any better. And then they go, they score another touchdown, they go up 24 to 6. I was out, and I turned it off. And two hours later, Matthew goes, How about that Rutgers game? I'm like, Yeah, awful. He's like, Awful. He goes, I thought they scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I was like, No. I Googled it. I'm like, Oh my God, I missed the four. I missed a hell of a finish. But I do think if people didn't bolt at halftime, that first touchdown in the third quarter, more people took off. They're like, what are you yeah, sitting yeah. there for at that point? Yeah. It's awful. Yes, it was awful. Uh, I so. saw people, Jerry, and this is knowing what the weather was going to be. There yeah. was no there was no fooling that it was going to downpour Saturday. Oh, no. Saturday's forecast was spot on, if not worse. Do you know there were people there with infants? Yeah, I don't get that. Infants. I do not understand that. I don't even understand the infant on a nice day. Yeah, I don't either. You know, I remember when I brought uh, my boys in 2012 to Game 6 Devils Rangers. All right. So my older guy was whatever. He was eight. Little guy was only two. I remember at that point thinking, eh. But I'm like, no, you know what? It's Game 6. He can walk. He's fine. We can talk. He's not a baby anymore. I wasn't walking around with a diaper bag. Right. That to me was okay. Although for a regular game, I probably wouldn't have done that. I guess I would. But an infant. An infant in the pouring yeah. co- rain in the cold. Yeah, I, that's bizarre to me. I felt like turning them into diphus. Like that game is not that important. No. Not for a baby that's six months old or less. Come yeah. On. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I just think people don't like, they must not like their homes. I think people are, I think people don't want to be stagnant. I, I, that's me. I don't, you know, Saturday we had a party to go to, which we were able to go to because our baseball tournament got rained out. So Saturday morning, we get the call, whatever, the text at 7 a.m., no baseball, which I kind of, I sort of expected I didn't. Our first game was at 10. Our second game was at 3. With the forecast I saw, I thought they were going to play the 8 and the 10 o'clock game. So I thought we were going to go there for one game and then come home. We get the text at 7 a.m. They cancel the day. I'm like, wow, okay. So I'm like, I did all the bills and everything. And I'm sitting there, it's 8.30. I'm like, what am I doing today? Like, now I know we can go to the party at 4 o'clock. That's cool. All right, so we got that. I'm like, huh, the Rutgers game starts at noon. That's fine. I'm going to watch that. I sat there, like, lost in my own house from 9 to 12. Like, what do I do? So I cleaned the garage, and I kept myself busy. I like going out and doing things. I do. I was excited to go out at 4 o'clock. Couldn't wait. Now, when we got canceled Sunday, I was excited because I never get a football Sunday without the Cowboys running off to work. Even that, though, I got to tell you, Watching the red zone, I fell asleep. Yeah. Then I woke up, and the the jet game came on. I'm like, I can't sit here anymore. Yeah. So I went out and played basketball with Joseph, uh, Joseph for one hour. And then I came back in, started the third quarter, and I watched the second half. Yeah, I, I think, like, if I had a party to go to, that sounds like... The thing to me when I don't want to leave my house is I weigh the positives and the negatives. Sure. And just using Rutgers as an example... Just because I just did it. Mm-hmm. The negatives is it's an hour drive. I'm going to be sitting in traffic. You got to pay money to do stuff. You're going to be around a whole bunch of people. And then you got to drive an hour back. Yeah. Like that does not equal. It depends on what you like. A good time to me. For you, like no. it doesn't. 
the, the I don't know what the super positives are that outweigh the all the negatives. Well, I think it's like even going to a concert. You know, going to a concert, even in an arena, is a is a pain in the yeah. ass because you got to go there two hours before probably the people you want to see go on. And then it doesn't, it might sound good, but it's not great. Um, and you can now watch any concert you want on YouTube. So why bother going? Yeah. If you can see, I'm just because you saw him twice this summer. If you want to see Bruce Springsteen three nights ago in Ohio, it's there on YouTube. Why are you going to go see the same show? I know the song might be a little different, but you really need that experience or do you just enjoy the experience? I can watch all these games on TV. I enjoy going. I like it. Yeah, like I can't imagine. Like when people tell me they have season tickets for something, I'm like, holy yeah, crap. Yeah, I told you as soon as I'm done with the Cowboys, I, and I mean this, I want to get season tickets for the Cowboys and fly back and forth eight times. I love that stadium. I love, and especially someone in this area that never gets to see them in their home. Like I, to me, that's awesome. To you, that sounds like torture. Yeah. You know, to you going to a Rutgers game willingly on a Saturday, to me, I'm blown away that you still went. Yeah. Well, because Gina's been telling me I'm do nothing. I know. And here's the funny thing. I didn't even realize it. So we get back. I go walk my dog. I dry out, put on dry clothes, and we go, and, uh, go get pizza. And she said to me, she goes, boy, she goes, What's going on? She goes, you're in such a good mood. I go, oh, yeah. I go, because I'm not at the Rutgers game anymore. You're home. Yeah. And I'm e- eating dinner somewhere, which is what I like to do. Right. She like is blown away by, I go, I don't, I said, I, I had an event Friday night. That's over. I had this Rutgers game, which I didn't want to go to. That's over. Now I'm happy. Do you, Are there any events you actually look forward to? Yeah, there are. So, like, uh, I actually was looking forward to the Boomer event. Okay. Friday night, because it was close by my house. I knew there'd be no problem parking. It was Friday night. It was Friday night, and get out of there. If I go to a concert that's nearby, that's not... It's these things that are just involve driving far and sitting in traffic. I yeah. just am not interested. And the uh, the aggravation of getting out of a parking lot, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I just... It's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, it doesn't equal... And then the sports thing in particular bothers me, because... You're not guaranteed a win or even an enjoyable experience. Where if I know if I'm going to see Bruce Springsteen or a band I like, I'm going to get a good experience. Most of the time. Overwhelmingly a mile of the time. You can have bad experiences at concerts as I have. Where the sound is terrible. That's true. And the people behind me are a-holes. Yeah. I mean, that that does happen. Yeah. But you're right. I would say 90% of the time you're you're going to go and get what you wanted. Yeah. That is true. By the way, Bob Dylan's playing the I know. New Jersey Performing Arts Center. Yeah, you sent me that. On like a random Tuesday. Yeah, I'm out. That's I, I made up my mind a long time ago. I'm done seeing him live. Like, There's no point. I wouldn't even... I, I, if I was running that place, I'd be constantly calling his people going, he's still coming, right? Cause, no, he'll show up. Oh, no, I think he shows up. There. I think what happens is the crowd then turns on him halfway through because they don't know what the hell he's doing or singing, and he turns on them. Yeah. You paid to see me. I'll sing what I want. I saw this event, which I'm going to get tickets for, but I can't imagine more than me being there. It's at the Red Bank Theater there. Count Basie? Count Basie, or the Vogel. There's like two different theaters in there, I guess. Okay, so Tom Waits is a singer who I love. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't think he can sing all stuff. It's not Tom Waits. It's a guy doing Tom Waits songs. 
Who's going to? I mean, I, I want to go to that. I don't know. Who's going to that? Apparently people like you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that wouldn't even be on my radar. And it's only my How radar. How do you even find out I, about I, it? I was like, hey, what's going on in Count Basie Theater? So I looked so at their calendar. searched it out. I searched out the... Not him, their schedule. Their schedule because I was like, yeah. this was an enjoyable place. I park at... at it's the, easy. It's easy. Yeah, no, it's easy. I agree. Easy. You can get dinner right around the corner. Oh, it's, it's easy. So great. I and I, I was like, I'll go to something that's not going to be jam-packed. Yeah, well, I might have that, your own section. <laughs> Apparently so. It's a one-on-one. He's serenading you. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy performing like, the music of Tom What does he make for that? Like, I what, don't know. What do they pay him? But again, so for that, Jerry, I, I clicked on the tickets. Yeah. For, uh, with the fees, $50 each. I go, no. So you're no, not going. No, no. I'm going to go buy tickets at the box office without the $15 fee on each ticket. And get 35 bucks. I'll you're, go $35. You're, you sure it's not going to sell out? Correct. <laughs> I'm <laughs> that, sure it's not going to sell out. That would be so out. awesome. You go to dinner, then you walk over to the box office, sold out. <laughs> Again, the fees. For what? I couldn't agree with you more. The only thing I think is it's probably the way, at least I think, it's the way the second, I don't know. But Wait, you know what it was? It's not even a secondary market. No. That's the box office. Box office. And it used to be they would charge you a printing fee. But they don't print anything anymore. They scan them to you. Now they're called you. convenience fee. Yeah. They just renamed it. And Some racket, it isn't it? I'm sick of the rackets, Jerry. A lot of racket. Hell of a lot of rackets. Yeah, I know. All right, let's do the warm-up show, Jerry. That's not a racket at all. Was that cathartic for you? Are you good? Oh, I am good. All right, good. I'm now going to go to war with Steve Politi. On a number of topics involving New Jersey. Okay. Me versus Steve Politi. Just keep me I want to debate Steve Politi. Your choice of topics, Steve. Why don't you invite him in for a podcast? Eh, no one knows who he is. You better be entertaining. You guys yell at one, one another. I just I'll want moder- him to answer the question. I'll moderate. You'll moderate? Yeah. Because I, I like both of you. Okay. I can moderate. I'll invite him in. And I'll sit between you. And right. we'll video. I want, I want this on video for YouTube. I'm going to invite... Here's what I'm going to do. And Andrew Marshan, I want to know. Okay. I'll, what about, well, this is what I wanted to ask you. Would you accept Andrew Marshan on the phone, or you want him in here? I'd prefer him in okay, here. Okay, I'll ask him. But it's a podcast. I would take him on the phone. Right. It's come, just in, in my own way, knowing that I would never travel into New York City. Maybe others Maybe he lives either. in New York City. On that New York Post salary, Jerry? Well, how do you know that Post salary isn't better than ours? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't. He know might live all. in Manhattan. I don't know. How about this? If he lives in Manhattan, would he come in? If he okay. doesn't, you want to do it on the phone? Perfect. I'm going to invite him today. Okay. Then I'll invite Steve Politi in to debate with Jerry Recco. Moderating. Moderating. Done. Okay. Cool. Be there or be square, Steve Politi. That's what I say. Right on. Sue! Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Larry Johnson and Morning are swinging on the baseline, and Morning right now is being held by Jeff Van Gundy. Van Gundy holding on to his foot, and this is amazing. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And very, very busy on a football Monday. The Eddie Scuzzeri, what's up with you? And across from me, his name is Al Gregory Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I suppose we should start with the New York Giants. I thought you were going to start with Jordan Montgomery and the Rangers beating the Astros. No, but that was fun as well. That, that was, was fun. It's fun to see uh, former Yankee players in the playoffs I, yeah, playing well, well. There's a lot of them, and Mets. That's all right. Always a good Zach time to Wheeler see that. tonight. Yep. Yeah. I got to say, Jerry, Tyrod Taylor looks smooth. Like a competent NFL quarterback, yeah. Did a nice job. Looks smoother to me than Daniel Jones. Uh, He, I thought he scrambled better. Yeah. And for whatever reason, there were a couple of throws that he made with when he was about to get popped in the face, hung in, made the throw, and then got hit in the face. Yeah. (laughs) Now, he did a nice job last night, I thought. I mean, aside from screwing up the end of the half, um... You know, a couple of throws I'm sure he could have made he would have liked back. But for the most part, they had every opportunity to win that game last night. Yeah, both, no matter who's the quarterback, the only receiver the Giants quarterback seemed to hit is Darren Waller. Uh, That's all they're interested in throwing to. They went to him a lot last night. That is and true. And the previous weeks, too. It's like, that is, anytime I see a guy make a decent reception, it's always Darren well, Waller. Well, remember when they got him. I, that's why I thought the Giants were going to be a better team this year. I thought the uh, the addition of Darren Waller, as you have seen with Travis Kelsey, like when you've got a tight end slash wide receiver, let's be honest, he's a wide receiver, even though he plays tight end. Like, that's what that can do for an offense. Unfortunately, it's taken a little too long here because they're now 1-5, and five, but... Um, last night was good. What do you think the odds would have been on the Bills going into the fourth quarter being shut out? Yeah, you imagine um, not not good odds. You would not have gotten good odds on that. Mm-mm. What were the Jets? Uh, what were the Giants up six nothing at They're that up point? Six nothing going into the fourth. Yeah, okay. can you imagine watching a game that's six nothing heading into the fourth quarter, uh, and then uh, they lose because the Giants. I saw a great tweet from uh, what's that uh, writer? Ranon jo- Jordan Ranon Jordan Ranon said the uh, Giants have not scored an offensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. Since week three. Well, we've now played six games. How many touchdowns do you think the Giants have scored total? Offensive touchdowns no. or all touchdowns? No, all Oof. touchdowns. 
In six games? Yeah. Six touchdowns. Correct. Ooh, and one was the guess. and one was the interception return for a touchdown in Miami. The offense has scored five touchdowns in six weeks. That is a tough way to win games. Yes, yes, it is, Jerry. You are not going to win a lot of games that way. Very difficult. Now, are we blaming? We blame Tyrod Taylor for that end of the yeah, first oh, half yeah. situation. Yeah. So what was I, it? Uh, the ball is on what the one yard line. So what Brian Dable said was so one yard. I think there were twelve seconds to go. They were out of in timeouts. Yeah, twelve seconds to go in the half. They're up six nothing. They get to the one yard. They're on the one yard line. Um, and the play that was called in was a pass play. Now, as Dable said, at any other time during the game, you've got the option. It's a run-pass play. If he sees something, he can check out of the pass and hand the ball off. He said the issue there was, while that's what the play was called, that it was meant for the pass part of the play, and he said it was communicated to Taylor. That you know, because they asked the question, was there a lack of communication in that spot with the time? Dable said, no, no, it was communicated to him. So he was not supposed to check out of the pass play on that specific play call. He saw something. Now, what's funny is I would have actually spread the field on the final play of the game and tried to run it as opposed to the first half when they tried to run it, but whatever. It's the way it goes. So he he, he ran the ball, and they didn't have enough time. They run the ball. They can't clock it. Yeah, they left. Th- at least they left three points on the table. Yes, 100%. and that happened to the Jets last week, right? It, it happened. Uh, somewhere. It happened. Uh, remind me who they play. I don't remember who they play mm-hmm. last week. The Jets. I don't remember who they played. <laughs> who did the Jets play last week? No idea. The Seah- no, the Giants played the Seahawks. I don't. Eddie, remember. who did the Jets play last week? Do you remember Broncos? Broncos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they screwed up the end of the half there right. too. Yes, correct. Yeah, yep. this is what's going on here in yeah. uh, the NFL. So we blame Tyrod Taylor for that. Well, because... you do, but he did enough to I he played well. Yes, that was a mistake for sure. I'm not going to say they lost the game because of that play though cuz everything changed. if it's a 9 nothing going they, into the third quarter the game doesn't play out the same way. They lost the game because they do not score correct. offensive touchdowns. It's almost why the Jets almost lost the right. game. They don't put the ball in the end zone, they don't score touchdowns. Now I can and I know we'll talk about the Jets. I can sit there and tell you that Zach Wilson each week has looked incrementally better. He doesn't look great, but he looks better each week. But they don't put the ball in the end zone. The Giants don't score touchdowns. A, it's boring to watch. And B, it's got to be frustrating as hell. I mean, they had five chances inside the red zone last night. They had nine points. It's funny how little we... Once we realize that the the, the offenses are so terrible, right? We go, okay, Zach Wilson doesn't lead touchdown drives. Daniel Jones isn't leading touchdown drives. Guys look nervous. Guys look at... And then, you, like, you watch the Browns game, and who was their quarterback? Uh, P.J. Oh, uh, um, Walker. P.J. Walker. That guy looked like he was smooth and hanging. He was okay. He also threw that horrendous uh, interception yeah, that almost did. led to them losing. Just so many times I see it, like a C.J. Stroud but, just sitting there and just all right, so look C- calm, cool, and collected. I'm like, this guy's a rookie. So C.J. Stroud was a great college quarterback. Let's put him aside. You talk about P.J. Walker, though, and Tyrod Taylor. These are guys that have had opportunities. There's a reason why they're backup quarterbacks. Taylor's an interesting one because he did start for Buffalo for three years. His injuries is what killed him. I, If he stays healthy, could he be the type of quarterback that can win you 10, 11 games? I, I guess. I, I mean, he, he was a starter yeah. for a pretty lengthy period, you know. But P.J. Walker's a backup for a reason. 
So the Giants have their issue on the goal line to end the half, and then that's also how the game ends. Yeah. Ironic, a, isn't it? Uh, pass play at the goal line. Mm-hmm. So twice they had the ball at the goal line and came away with and I zero think, points. I could be wrong about this. I think it was the same side of the field, too. Yeah. Right? It was it the was. same exact spot. Same spot. Yeah, same spot. Yep. So a terrible game in terms of points, but a, a, an exciting fourth quarter. Yes, an exciting fourth quarter. It was an exciting fourth quarter. And th- by the way, the go-ahead touchdown pass that Josh Allen threw to, was it Quentin Morris? Was that his name? I forget the kid's name. Was the first pass he has seen all year. That was oh, yes. the first time Josh Allen threw the ball to him. The hell of a throw. He get, escaped the rush and then threw a nice play. Yeah, I think uh, it's time to just start watching uh, football games in the fourth quarter. So you're so the football is you like an NBA game. Yeah, Last be, five minutes of an NBA. NBA game. Yeah. Fourth quarter of a football game. Yeah. Because right. I uh, had the red zone on at 1 o'clock. It was a boar fest. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was rough. Yes, it was. Uh, and 4 o'clock, I had the red zone on and uh, the, the Jets game solo. Mm-hmm. I had that Jets game on my iPad situation. I got to tell you, I have a hard time paying attention to a football game. You know, you don't have to tell us. You have told us many times. Yeah, I was telling you before we went on the air here. The Jet game, I watched every play live. The Giant game, I watched in uh, fast mode. You know, mm-hmm. I watched in 12 minutes. I know more about the Giant game than the Jet game because I can't take in the information from the Jet game when there's a commercial and a dead drive and a bore fest and a commercial. It's just too much. Well, I think you just learned yourself a lesson then. From now on, Red Zone, and then watch your 12-minute uh, editions. I guess so. Because they come out pretty quick, too. Like yeah, the, a 1 o'clock game, you could probably by 5.30 watch that. Well, actually, on the um, there's multiple different ways to look at these games after the game ends, YouTube highlight package, which that is quick? 12 minutes long, yeah. comes out like 15 minutes after the game. Wow, that's faster than I thought. I thought about an hour. The 45-minute version of the game comes out, comes out, I think, an hour after the okay. game. Okay. And you can watch the full. And that's every play. And that's every play. Yeah. The full game with all the slow stuff in between. Uh, is available, I believe, right after the game ends. Which I happen, so it's interesting, we've we've talked about these apps in the past. Like The MLB app, I think, is phenomenal in terms of the quality of the picture. Um, but I used to get annoyed with all the commercials they would drop in on you. Yeah. You couldn't zip around. They fixed that to where I thought the MLB.tv app was the best one out there. Well, the NFL one is right there with them with NFL+. Plus. Because I don't do the 12-minute version or the 45-minute version. When I have to watch a game like I did this morning, I go to the full version, and I use the 10-second fast-forward and 10 seconds back. Because for me, it allows you to get it right to the snap, but it also allows you to kind of let the play go a little bit to see if the announcers are going to. So if Tariqo and Collinsworth have anything interesting to say, when you watch the 45, they just cut it. Yeah, that's they the, go. that is the one thing you don't get is the yeah. analysis from the guys watching the game like I would ask you in the 45 minute version whatever version you watch of the giant game did you hear Tarico just obliterate the Giants at the end of the second quarter yes but how awful yeah they did have that they did have that That was even in the YouTube 12 13 minute version yeah they were all over them for that one they gotta get some points there yeah so I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like when I was watching that chick I'm like what are people doing during these games to keep it interesting they're just watching. Like, I watched the Jet game. But there's no way you can sit on, that you're sitting on your couch 
with just the Jets game on, sitting there when but they I go, do. But you're you're not looking online. You're not no. What do you do when they I'm go to commercial me. break? Oh, I usually go into what my other son's doing, and I come back and I know I got a minute and a half. I do. I get up. I walk around. Go grab a pretzel. And then you come back, and then another and then minute and a half later, you have to get up again. If that is indeed the case. And I also know there's four breaks a quarter. So, like, I know when we hit the fourth break, I know that they were going straight through. So there's four breaks a quarter. Correct. And then, and then that feels it feels like way so more than it depends. four breaks So a you can have – it depends on – there are specific rules. So, like, at 425 with the Jet game, had any of the 1 o'clock games, or if you have a 405 game, no, no, I think it's the national game. If any of the one o'clock games go to overtime and go to like five o'clock, they can't take a break until that one o'clock game is over. So sometime, and then you get like eight breaks in the second quarter because right. they got to make them much. up. That is horrible. But in a regular game, you get four breaks per quarter. That's what it is. And and in the fourth quarter, a lot of times they'll try to get them in quick so that they don't break until the two minute warning. Depends. I think at the NFL is the reason why America's overweight. I think there's nothing to do during the commercial breaks. People just they're like, I guess eat. I'll go get something to eat. I guess now, I'll go get another beer. In fairness, I we also, because I don't watch the red zone all day, like with the jet game, commercial break, red zone. And I, you know, sometimes I miss a play coming back, but I got about a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes. And that's that's another way I fill the breaks. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tough, man. And I'm not going to lie. There are times I'm bored with the game. I will switch over to red zone for five minutes. And then I'll go back. But it's, you know what? I grew up that way. Just watching game. I I like it. You don't. I totally yeah, get it. Yeah, I know it. we all grew up that way. But but times of, as Bob Dylan said, the times they are yes. changing. Yes, and you get are. used to not sitting. It also would help if the uh, commercials weren't the same four commercials. You do see a lot of the same commercials. Every break for a full season. Well, here comes that Travis Kelsey help. again. Oh, Patrick Mahomes again. Right. I know. You're right. It's like, how about this? When you're filming those commercials, film three or four different <laughs> versions of them. Right. Don't you're take pay- those around. You're paying them enough. Holy crap. It is. Well, I will tell you, it, and I don't, I don't know why with the football or the it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I am very similar in TV shows now because I've gotten used to watching shows on Netflix or Paramount Plus. When I find a show on regular TV and it goes to commercial, I'm like, why am I watching yeah, this? What on is this? this? Yeah. So I, I understand. I get it. By the way, with the Giants now, one in five, Jerry, and yeah. we always say you are what your record says Correct. you are. So they play Washington this week. Yeah, good chance to win. And then? And then the Jets. The Jets. Yeah. Do you think the Giants are scoring an offensive touchdown against the Jets? Um, not with what I saw yesterday. And I was surprised because I thought uh, – with uh, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed being out, that they'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, I thought there were enough times that the Jets' defensive front was moving Hertz around and not letting. Then there were other plays where Hertz had forever, and he's made bad throws. Yeah. Like the explain to me, and we'll talk about the Jets on the other side, but in thirty seconds, can you explain to me that throw that Tony Adams intercepted? Like, no, he threw it right to yeah, him. Yeah, right to him. Well, like, what was that? Right, if if that would have been like a Zach Wilson throw, it would have been like, this kid, Correct. get him out of the league. Exactly. Correct. But we don't do that because of Jalen Hurts and he's won and blah, 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 blah. But it goes to show they all make horrible yes. garbage throws. He's built up some equity where he's allowed to make that throw. He's got plenty of equity. I completely agree. But that is an atrocious throw. Yeah. So I'd love to know what, like, what IP is like this morning. Are they bashing the Eagles for losing to the oh, Jets yesterday and Jalen Hurts? 
They might be. Yeah, I know Spike had a bet with the midday show. I think Spike has to wear an unkillable shirt all week. Really? Yeah. How about that? The Jets, Listen, uh, the, uh, I was rooting tyranny. for the Jets. I didn't think they could win that game yesterday. I did. And you know what? If they don't get the turnovers, they don't. But they did, and they did. So good for them. As but they, they got four turnovers total? Four. Three they picks and the fumble recovery. Yeah. It was DeAndre Swift that had the fumble. And uh, Zach Wilson did not turn the ball. Well, we'll talk about the Jets. Yeah, we'll talk about side. the Jets on the other side. All Coming right, up Jerry. on 517, we're just getting started on a football Monday. Lots to get to, and Boomer and Gio will have it all for you at 6 on the fan. Company segment. Before you the Jets. I figured you would play this at 540. The great Suzanne Summers left us, Jerry. Yeah, I was sad. I was Chrissy. Chrissy, yeah. Oh, Chrissy, yeah. Janet. And who was the third one that came into the picture? Three's company you remember? to uh, the, the blonde gal yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. She replaced Chrissy. Yeah, before Terry. Ah, uh, before Terry. Yeah. I think she was in between Chrissy and Terry. I'm almost certain of it. I didn't read that. Uh, right, I don't Eddie? remember. Eddie would know. There were three, but I don't remember the character. Come and knock on our door. Oh, man. That's going to kill me now. Now, I will find it while you talk about the passing of, of uh, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers, Jerry. She was uh, just one day shy of her 77th birthday. No. Long, long battle with breast cancer for the Suzanne Summers. Yes. Remember, she used to talk about how her and her husband were still smashing it out all these, even I, in I, the, her late 70s. I do remember that, yes. That's wild stuff, Jerry. And she also, I don't know in the latter stages here, but I remember when she was first diagnosed with breast cancer, she was trying an all-natural um, treatment. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. I don't know if that remained mm-hmm. because she, be- uh, 15 years, I think she was battling it. Maybe even longer. I think longer. Might have been. I think I Googled that and it was longer. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Very, Very sad, sad, Jerry. I don't yeah. like when people from my childhood pass away. I, no, I, I I understand. I'm with you. Terry. Casting character. All right. So you had Janet, Chrissy. I'm trying to find who was the... That must have sucked for Janet because they, they kept bringing in these um, hot blondes. Laura. So Laura. That was her name? Laura? No. Ann Wedgworth was in season four. No, that's her. They she called was her in season Laura? four. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that was Lana. They had to I'm give sorry, her a not sexier Laura. name than Laura. I'm trying to find who was this. Uh, am I wrong, Eddie? Wasn't there a third blonde? Yeah, Eddie I claims there was a third there blonde. Were three. There were. Why? Can't, she doesn't come in the cast of characters, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you right. got Terry, Cindy. You've got uh, Janet. Cindy. Uh, maybe it was Cindy. Cindy's a sexy name, Jerry. It was Cindy. Oh, maybe it was Cindy. Yeah, good call. Chrissy, yep. Cindy, and Terry. The cousin of Chrissy, correct. Yeah. So that was Jenilee Harrison. All right. Okay, that makes sense now. Hmm. All right, Jerry. Well, the Jets did beat the Eagles 20-14. to 14. They head into the bye week, which is just the greatest thing to get yourself Off a, a win over the oh Eagles. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, the Jets have got to be feeling themselves the next two weeks. They beat the Eagles. They don't have a game this weekend. I know. Then they play the Scrub Giants <laughs> who don't score touchdowns, and they, you've got a great defense. Well, hope there's one thing about that, though, too. All right. The Jets don't score touchdowns either. Correct. They don't. I mean, that's the that one thing. Good point, Jerry. They're, they're moving the ball. Mm-hmm. At certain times of the game. Now, there were a couple of times yesterday where, you know, a missed field goal, they do nothing with it. They get a turnover, they do nothing with it. Then they had other solid drives, but once they got to the 20-yard line, 
the door was slammed shut or they went backwards. Yeah. Um, and they end up with field goals. It's worked. They're three and three. They've got themselves back into the season. But for Zach Wilson now, who I do believe has gotten a little bit better each week, he needs to take a big step forward now and get this team in the end zone. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, what I've noticed here. He rolls right nonstop. Well, like, he's, he's a right-handed quarterback. He drops back, rolls right every yeah. play. Well, if he rolls left, he'd be thrown. Well, don't roll. Not easy. Well, Drop back, trying to step avoid up, the and rush. let's go. You're trying to avoid the rush. They had the one when the the play was going left to right, so I guess it was the third quarter. Yeah. And I heard, and I heard Kugler and whoever I was, Mark Sanchez. You know, there was the one play they were, I think they were at the 15-yard line. He drops back, looks left, and then just gets clobbered back at, like, the 30. And Sanchez is like, you can't take that sack. And I'm thinking, hey, numb nuts, you took that sack many <laughs> times. And I know what he's saying, but that play happens so fast. I actually think a Zach Wilson two years ago might try and just throw one up for grabs. I actually thought it was the right thing. You've got three at least. Let's not take ourselves completely out of this. It happened so quick. It did. Same thing happened to Geno Smith with the Seahawks. Where, you know, they're moving, they're moving, they get inside the red zone, and all of a sudden they go backwards. And he took a couple of sacks where you're thinking, oh, you can't take a sack. Well, you know what? You go do it. Yeah, you do it, Mark Sanchez. I thought I thought he played okay. I thought he played relatively well. Man, and that Brees Hall, Jerry, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he, he's he's electric. I agree. Yes, yet electric. Yeah, his stats were eh. not he great. He had like three, I would say he had three unbelievably powerful runs where you see those legs are they keep going and going until they finally rip him down. I agree. He's outstanding. He didn't run for 190 yards yesterday. Matter of fact, his stats weren't great. But he is a hell of a player. Isn't that funny how what we've gotten to around here over the years? Like, a mediocre performance yeah. looks, we accept as like, oh my gosh, what a step he took. When you look around the league, well, not, you know, there's certain teams that and players that, are really great, and then a lot of mediocrity. But around here, just the smallest things we're excited about. Yeah, we ha- we get excited right. about because we have nothing to be excited about. Well, we're also excited now that the Jets have saved us a season. Yeah. Now I was reading this too from a bunch of uh, the writer types, Jerry, saying that uh, even with Aaron Rodgers and looking at the Jets' schedule, mm-hmm. when Aaron Rodgers before he got hurt, that at after week six, heading into the bye, we would have signed up for three and three. I agree because I think it would have taken them some time to gel and get right and be on the same page. I don't disagree with and that. And here we are at three and three. Yeah. Six I remember we, you and I talked about this when the season began. I thought going into the bye, I thought if they were four and two, they had done a great job. Yeah. And three and three would have been okay. Remember, that was the thing, too. I don't think you worked with me when I worked with Beningo. I remember telling him when we were working together. Exactly this. Like if they're three and three or even two and four after the first six, because you can tell they're not on the same page, like it's going to be fine. You got Aaron Rodgers. Let him get better as the season goes on and make the playoffs. And then you make your run. So I don't, I don't disagree with that. And we had Aaron Rodgers throwing the football around I, the field yesterday before that. the game. No crutches. He was on the sidelines with the headset on. I'm going to ask Nostradamus Jerry. Yeah. Does Aaron Rodgers take a regular season snap no, this year? I don't believe so. Really? No, I don't think so. Not if that injury is exactly what they said it was. Now, if, if he takes a snap and then later we hear, you know, it was really a partial tear. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But if that injury is what they've told us, I, I don't believe so. 
I don't. He, he's got that foot dipped in with the uh, dolphins uh, making sweet love, and it's helping. <laughs> it's healing it. Maybe it is. Maybe he has found the therapy for uh, ruptured Achilles. Yeah. What did you make of, I thought the announcers were so off at the end of the game when, when Brees Hall scores the touchdown. Yes. And they're, they're like, he's got to go down there. No, that actually would have been asinine to go down there. Did you, right? Yeah. But the Eagles had two timeouts left, and there was a minute 50 left on the clock. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm sick of that go down. I agree. Down. Score. The Jets' defense had played so well. Yep. Take the touchdown and put it on your defense. And make the Eagles go the length of the field and score. Like, to me, it would have been almost criminal to go down there, kick the field goal on purpose, and to give the Eagles the ball back down by one point. With a minute to go. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm with and you. And with a kicker that can kick from 65 yards. So that would mean you would kick the ball out of the end zone. You'd give the Eagles the ball at the 25, a minute left, with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devon, all these guys, Dallas Goddard, who are all of them, and all they've got to do is gain 30 yards to have a legit chance. Now, that'd be a 65-yarder, but all right, 40 yards for a very makeable, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, we've gotten so used to just having people go down and Ugh. kill the clock. I hate it. I we, we have overthought this game and this two-point conversion crap. I am so sick of the analytics. That's enough. They're going for two. Why? Analytics say so. Oh, you know what? Rip it up and just play the game. You're chasing points. It's just stupid. It is stupid. I'm with you. Yeah, I was so happy he scored the touchdown. Great. Yeah, I was too. And and it did look like they let him score. Right. You know, which is fine. Although it is hard to tell in the NFL these days when um, defensive backs and all, whether they're letting you score or they just don't want to tackle Making a anybody. business decision? Yeah. Well, that's the thing too because I'm watching the game with Matthew and I'm like, huh, it looked like they just let him walk waltz in the end zone. And he's like, yeah, they want the ball back. I'm like, but why would you do that? Like, they're at the eight-yard line. The Jets have shown no ability to get in the end zone all day. Use your timeouts, stop them, and then get the ball back with a minute to go down one. You yeah. might go win the game. Silly. Yeah. Yes. Because when you look and we go, oh, the Giants don't score offensive touchdowns. The Jets don't score touchdowns. The one they scored, they let them score. Yes. But you know what? At the end of the day, we won't remember they let them score, and that'll be a touchdown run for Brees Hall. So how did they play so well with no Sauce Gardner or DJ Reed? Uh, to me, for one, the, the secondary did play well. I thought the the pressure up front was really good, and you turned them over. I, I thought Jalen Hurts was off yesterday. Yeah, he well, did have a very bad game. He wasn't great. Now, part of that to me is what the Jets did to him. I thought they, they got to him enough, but I don't know. You give him a lot of – how about we give Rob Sala some credit for having an outstanding defense? How about that? All how about right. he's not a horrible I'll give him coach? that. Yeah. You know, they're 3-3 three and three with Zach Wilson. We'll right. sign up for that. And you did notice McCall Hardman was on the field for the two-point conversion? I, well, I saw even before the game that he was active. active. Yeah. Yes. I did see there were plays where I forget who that fifth wide receiver is. I forget what his name is. Like, he was on the field, and McCall Hardman wasn't. It's very strange. It is a very a, odd situation. A strange chemi- chemistry situation going on with McCall Hardman and uh, Rob Sala. That is very true. I think. Uh, it seems like it, yes. Hmm. So you want to take a break and go around yeah. the league a little bit? Let's go around the NFL. Jared. All right. When we come back, we've got more on the NFL. Plus, at some point, a little bit on Jordan Montgomery, who pitched his ass off and beat Justin Verlander last night. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan.
Cuts like a knife. Order six. <laughs> what? What? Order? This is Smithereens. Oh, okay. But it does kind of sound like Cuts <laughs> Like a Knife. Every song sounds like another song somehow. It would be great if every song sounded like Cuts Like a Knife. That is a good one. <laughs> Everyone. What else uh, caught your fancy yesterday? Oh, uh, the Cleveland Browns caught my fancy yesterday, I, Jerry. I did not think they could win that game. Me neither. And the Niners didn't look. Like, the first series was so easy. Or right down the field, Christian McCaffrey. And what happens to Christian McCaffrey? Ah, uh, yeah. Gets hurt again. I was waiting for that. As soon as the season started. Yeah. And this is the one thing, too. I love Burkhart. All the guy, right? He did the game. They were great, awesome. Greg Olson. But it was Olson, really, that kept making the point. It's going to be tough for the Niners now. No Christian McCaffrey and no uh, Debo Samuel. Like, okay, last time I checked, George Kittle was still out there. Brandon Ayuk was still out there. The great Brock Purdy was out there. The great Niners defense was still out there. Go win the game. Yeah, I didn't realize how good the Cleveland Brown defense is goes to show you put pressure on a quarterback it changes everything yeah I, I read this little stat in one of the articles jerry that the browns have allowed the fewest yards through five games since 1971 what about points i because points good. allowed i remember going into like week four they hadn't even seen an uh defensive possession like an offensive possession of defensive series inside their red zone is like, that right like a team hadn't penetrated the 20 yard line yet now, i don't think they've given up many points have they I guess not. I'll see. Yeah, so now there's no more undefeated teams. Yeah. Whatever. Eddie's Dolphins can be, uh, his Naya 72 Dolphins can be excited. I actually thought the other thing that caught my fancy, Jerry, was the Panthers going up 14 nothing on the Dolphins. I thought we were going to be in for a shocker. So they go up 14 nothing, and Matthew goes, no joke, he goes, this is cute by Carolina. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, final score, 45-14. <laughs> <laughs> he was close. Yeah. I wonder what kind of odds you could have gotten at 14 nothing. Probably still not great. I, I bet, still don't right? think great. No, I don't. And you did see how Carolina scored their last touchdown. Mike White threw the pick six. Oh, oh no, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, yeah. They go up. So it was 14 nothing. Then it was 42 to 14. And Scott Hansen made the reference. Um, was it 42 14? No, it was 35 14. And Mike White throws the pick six to make it 35-21. And, and Hanson makes the reference, a lot of people out there not going to be happy with Mike White right now because the spread was 14 and a half. And then they wound up scoring again anyway. So, yeah, it was pretty funny. It was cute. It was cute. Because even at 14 nothing, you're like, this is like, cute is a great word to me. I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting. Let me stick around for a little while. Then when it went to 20 to 14, I was like, okay. You knew that once they, I thought once they tied it, I thought the game was over. Yeah. Momentum. Over. Yeah. Momentum shift. Dolphins are good. I mean, they are really, they're so, even when like Tyreek Hill goes out of the game, you still have so many different people. That's why it was annoying me when Greg Olson kept talking about, I understand they're really good players. I get it. Great players, but they still have great players on the field. The Dolphins, for however many snaps it was, you're thinking, oh my God, Tyreek Hill's out. Okay. They still got plenty of talent though. They're fine. Yeah, they had no problem there, Jerry. And then unfortunately, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their creamsicle uniforms. Did not do so well, and they lost to the the Lions, who are now five and one. Jerry. They are five and one, and they're doing quite well. I yeah. want to find for you. People are wanting a Lions Dolphins Super Bowl, so that we get Dan Campbell and uh, Mike McDaniel. Now that would be a fun week of awesome. comments, especially if they got to talk every single day. Yeah, that would be cool. This is why people like Baker Mayfield. All right, no one. He didn't blame Todd Bowles. He didn't blame the game plan. He blamed himself. We suck today. I suck today. We suck today. It was awful. That's it. 
You're right. It did remind us of the old uh, Buccaneers in those uniforms who were mostly terrible. Which is why, and I, it's funny, I went to tweet out, I was trying to find, um, because when I think of those uniforms, all I think is NFL football follies. Yes. So I was trying to find, like, Vinny Testaverde throwing a, making a bad play or Steve Young making a bad play. And I had the tweet all ready to go. Like, I know Al loves these uniforms, but this is all I think about. When they went to that game, I had flashbacks of horrible Buccaneer teams. Yes. Like, ugh. I was having those flashbacks as well. So it was weird when they would have a good play. It right. looked strange because all I kept thinking was how terrible they were. They were 26 straight losses. Uh, something like that. Right? Oh I thought Doug Williams was pretty good when they played, when he was on the Bucks. I'm they did saying, go to the championship they had, game. Yeah, that, no, no, they had good times, but they had more bad times oh, yeah. than good. Right, which is why once they changed up those, they got Tony Dungy. Yep. And they started drafting uh, big-time defensive players, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, uh, Johnny Lynch. And that's when they changed up the uniforms. And the whole thing changed down did. there, Jerry. And they won. And they won. And they won. I had such high hopes for little your action. Well, I don't think oh, when oh, you bucks. when you look at that division, yeah, they're fine. The like, Bucks, yeah, yeah, they're totally. You think the Saints are anything special? No, I mean they're the Panthers stink, as we know, and yeah. the Falcons are mediocre. You hear that, Falcons and Panthers? You, you know, it's stink funny. And you're mediocre. Just when I was about to, and it was Arthur, right? It was Arthur Smith. I think it was Arthur Smith that did that whole two point conversion nonsense yesterday in the middle of dumb. I was, again, about to, not tweet, but I was going to text Sal about but this Desmond Ritter, because I know he's a Falcon fan, looked pretty good to me. I saw him a lot yesterday, and then, my God, the fourth quarter. He, he fell was, apart. He was atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. He looked like a second-year quarterback that didn't know what the hell he was doing. Looked awful. Yeah, and we, uh, yesterday with the quarterbacks, we had a bunch of, uh, or a handful of quarterbacks get injured, right? You had uh, Justin hand, Fields yeah. got hurt. Yes, and then we saw that kid come in, and his first play, he's being chased around, and he fumbled, and they picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. Tyson Badgent? Yes, who I never heard of. Me neither. Some, some Division two university. Never heard of you. And you know, do you like the note on him? His dad, the universal or worldwide arm wrestling champion. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Also, his dad must have a big old bicep. You would think. So, yeah, so Justin Fields. Then you had hurt. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence knee injury. Now this seems unfair. So they played in London. No, what was London? London was Tennessee and oh, okay. Baltimore. And oh, right, right, Ryan right. Tannehill got hurt in that game. Yes. Uh, and now, so Trevor Lawrence gets hurt at the end of the game, and they got a short week. They play well, they uh, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Oh, they play. A... Let me see. I wrote this. That down. sucks. They play in New Orleans Thursday okay. night. Okay. Then you had who else? Uh, injuries, you had Baker Mayfield, a hand injury. Tannehill, the ankle. Justin Fields, a thumb. We're missing. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo left oh, the right. game Jimmy with the back Garoppolo, injury. yeah. Yep. Shocking that he got hurt. Yeah, right. Every, everybody that we expect to get hurt got hurt Well, week. except for Tyrod Taylor, who never gets through a game. I didn't think he'd finish last night. He made it. He made it through. We didn't get to see uh, Vinny DeVito. We did not see Vinny DeVito. <laughs> I know, hey, you, I'm Vinny I know DeVito. You, you wanted to see Vinny DeVito in the worst way. He uh, Tyrod Taylor what gets you, hurt. You're shrugging your shoulders like you're going to do the dice. Yeah, and Vinny DeVito's <laughs> like, uh, someone hold my leather jacket. I got to get in this game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Yeah? You're Brian Dable. Who are you starting a quarterback next week against the Commanders? Uh, Tyrod Taylor. What if Daniel Jones is healthy? Well, then you got to throw him out there because you paid him $40 billion. But but, but do you? I'm a Giants or, I, would be, I would pretend he's can still... Can you hide behind yeah, I think the he could hide for another week? I think he could hide. Because 
glass half, glass half empty. Tyrod Taylor's not any good. And then you can, no problem. You go back to Daniel Jones, but Jones fully healthy now for the Jet game. Glass half full. Tyrod Taylor plays well again. They beat the Commanders, and you got a little bit of a quarterback oh, issue. Oh, quarterback controversy in you New know, York. At the very least, it creates a really good competition. Jerry, we need a big uh, quarterback showdown uh, week seven between Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. I mean, week eight. That's going to be week eight? Oh, right, because the week seven, they're off. Right. Week in eight. Week eight. Yeah. October 29th, I think it is. Yeah. I oh, say great. Rocktober, though, Jerry. Rocktober. Well, That's what I say. And the Niners call it Brocktober. Oh, no. Brock-tober. Adam Shine calls it Brocktober. Brocktober. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and then I see, is the Deion Sanders thing, are we over that now? The whole... I love the guy. I, it's funny. I watched the first quarter of that game Friday okay. night. Um, I saw a little bit of it. And it was 14 nothing. whatever. I go to sleep because we got home. It started, I got home from the event Friday night. Not right when the game kicked off. I stayed a little longer than you guys did. I got home a little before 10, put the game on, fell asleep. It was 14 nothing. I woke up the next morning just curious if they blew him out. And I was like, wow, they lost in overtime. All right, not thinking anything of it. 14 nothing is a nice lead, but it's nothing crazy. Then I'm reading the story that they're up 29 nothing at halftime and blew it. I know SNL did a Dion skit. I got to go find it. I haven't seen it yet. But, uh, I, no, I like I, I love Dion. I watched the skit because I saw multiple people saying, now this is hilarious. Any good? Oh, you're, no. I know where you're going. Not good that at all. Doesn't, okay. not, all right. It's terrible. Okay. Maybe I won't go get the skit then. You know, this the guy, I don't know. The guy didn't do a good Dion? He wasn't doing Dion at all. He was just dressed like Dion. <laughs> it didn't sound like Dion. <laughs> so he didn't do a good Dion. It's just, yeah, I don't Dookie? know. Dookie? Dookie? <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live is like uh, the Jets and Giants. Like, even if they do a little thing, we're excited. We're so expecting it to be so terrible that if something is kind of interesting, now like, wasn't oh, Travis awesome. Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift on it? Um, Travis Kelsey was on. Oh, it. she was, and I, I thought she was she too. Was I don't know. I didn't even see. I didn't even. I I kept hearing about yeah. that one. Never saw anything posted. All I kept seeing was this hilarious Deion Sanders bit. I have a question for you about Travis All Kelsey. Right. He's allowed to be on the Eagles sideline? Yeah, I wondered that too, Jerry. Great point. Now, I don't know. They showed him. It was hard to see exactly where he was. And I know there's a million people on the sidelines. So perhaps he was outside those lines where you're, you know, where you're not part of the team. Yeah. It just seemed odd to me. It looked like he was behind the bench wearing green. Yeah, and he was wearing sunglasses even after the sun went down. Well, that seems to be a new That's Dion trend. Cool guy thing to do. The sideline. Yeah, on the sideline. On the sideline. Yeah. yeah you sound so happy line. when you're singing that. Because I was laughing. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> All right, quick break. We come back. We'll wrap it up. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on exactly what we were just talking about. Six weeks in, no one beatens. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. 40 seconds left. What uh, did you leave there, Al? I left, uh, we've got an interesting Monday night football game, Jerry. We've got the Dallas Cowboys in Los Angeles to play the Chargers. I think that will feel like a Cowboy home game. Oh, right, because these... The uh, the Chargers don't do well with these road teams. The Niners take over the place. The Patriot fans take over. I think the Cowboy fans will be there. Okay. Cowboy fans, do you like your chances tonight, Jerry, as a Um, Dallas Cowboy uh, fellow? I do. 
I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, as they say. There never is. Anytime we think it's going to be a shootout. Final score, 13-7. Yeah. I, you know what? Win it 2 nothing. I don't care. You don't care. Just You'll take a safety. I would take anything. Just win the game tonight. Right the ship. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.